Go hike to Hiji Falls this weekend, MA1 Randall had told me in the emergency room on Friday night. Take some pictures, post them on Facebook, make a few offhand comments about the rocks being slick, and you fell and busted your ass. Or my face? I'd asked dryly. He'd shrugged. The rocks are slick, but it's steep. Trust me, it can be done. I hadn't gone anywhere on Saturday, partly sleeping off the long night, partly not wanting to venture outside the safety of my apartment. This morning, though, I decided I should put Randall's advice to good use before I went back to work tomorrow. Parked in front of the half-translated sign at the trailhead, I glanced at myself in the rearview. The bandage over my eyebrow and the welt on my cheekbone glared back. From this angle, I couldn't see the mark on my throat, but it throbbed enough to keep me aware of it. Every time I moved my hand, the raw skin on my knuckles burned. Skepticism swelled in my gut. Would anyone really buy that all this shit had happened in anything less than a fight? Hopefully they would. And if my dignity had to take a hit so my career didn't end before it had begun, then so be it. I sighed and got out of my car. Though it was still early in the day, the Okinawan heat and humidity were already in full swing. Seemed like a good day to hit the beach and maybe try my hand at snorkeling instead of hiking. But the stitches above my eyebrow begged to differ. Keep it clean and dry, the doc had emphatically said before discharging me. Hiking it was. Technically, I didn't have to go to Hiji Falls. There were any number of places around the island where I could spend the day and then post on Facebook that I'd busted my ass on some rocks. But I was rattled, and didn't have it in me to think of some other destination besides the one the cop had recommended. That, and I was still terrified of someone finding out what had really happened, and on some irrational level, I'd convinced myself that following his instructions to the letter would keep my secret on the down low where it belonged. Trust the Naval Academy to beat that into my skull. I started up the trail. I'd heard the kilometer-long hike to Hiji was a steep one, and it lived up to legend. The short stretch from the parking area to the trailhead was good and flat, but then it inclined sharply as it led into the thick forest. I barely noticed the scenery. My legs burned as I followed the shady trail and endless staircases, up and down steep slopes and around sharp bends and switchbacks. But my mind was a million miles away. Friday night shouldn't have happened the way it did. The warning signs had been there from the get-go. Glenn was drunk, and so was I, but I'd been coherent. He'd been a little too pushy, a little too in my space, and no amount of haven't been laid in too damn long should have blinded me to those red flags. Idiot that I was, I'd left Palace Habu with him, and that was when things had gone downhill. Why don't we grab a cab and go back to my place? Uh, actually, I'd... Let go of my arm. Let's go. Let's not. Fifteen minutes later, I was in the back of a cab on my way to the hospital at Camp Lester, with a handful of cocktail napkins pressed against the cut above my eyebrow that would not stop bleeding. Freaked out, rattled, mind full of all of the things that could have happened to me if I hadn't landed that punch just right if I hadn't managed to knock him back long enough to get up and bolt for the end of the alley,
Today, that panic lingered beneath my skin, and God knew I'd spent all of yesterday and last night obsessing over every way things could have happened.